0: Welcome to Let's Talk Real Estate. I'm your host, Anna Olsisi, serial entrepreneur, passionate marketer, and owner at Segway Group at Keller Williams Realty, Gainesville. On the podcast, you will find valuable information about all things real estate, plus some fun stories told by a variety of guests. So if you like what you hear, then subscribe and invite any friends who you think may get some value from listening. Well, welcome everybody. Today is our second podcast of 2021, which is amazing because we've gotten this far. (laughs) And it's very exciting uh, to have um, someone who has been in an industry that has made history this past year. And I am not talking about anything that's COVID related, I am talking about mortgages. It has been an intense, and awesome year in the mortgage uh, industry. We have seen all-time historically low rates uh, that have given people a tremendous amount of purchase power, and that's actually fueling part of the massive growth that we are seeing here in North Central Florida and in a lot of other places around the country. Uh, So we have the privilege of speaking today with Kristen Hawkins. She is the branch manager for FBC Mortgage here in Gainesville, and she has a wealth of experience, years and years in the industry, and can speak to pretty much anything having to do with mortgages. So, Kristen, thank you so much for joining us.
1: Thank you, Anna. Thank you for asking me to be a part of this fun and exciting podcast. (laughs) Thank you. The place we call home in Gainesville, Florida.
0: That's right. That's right. It is the place we call home. How long have you called it home?
1: So I am a proud Gator fan and graduate of the business school at the University of Florida with a major in finance and concentrated in real estate. So I've been fortunate to be a mortgage banker here in Gainesville for the past 26 years.
0: Wow. That's awesome. Very good. Very good. So you've been in the mortgage industry for 26 years. Where are you from originally?
1: I am from South Florida and uh, Miami, and I am a transplant like many other uh, fellow Gainesvillians. So I came here to go to college and decided this was a fantastic place to live and work, and decided to stay after college. So I've been here about twenty nine years.
0: All right, so we basically have the same story: <laughs> Miami <laughs> girls <laughs> who moved up here and never left. Yep, yep, yep. Absolutely, it just it does it does something. Gaines will just draw you that. in. I know people don't. Right,
1: we, we drive a little slower. We don't honk, but uh, right? <laughs> <a> little, <laughs> yeah. I call it a little micro economy, like a micro community of. I mean, it mimics other big cities, mm-hmm. um, but it's a little slice of heaven.
0: Here. it totally is. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for uh, for helping us bring people here to the slice of heaven and uh, enabling them. Um, or making it possible for them to actually purchase some beautiful homes that we have here in this area, especially now. It's just crazy the way they're booming.
1: I do lend all over the state of Florida. So, um and Georgia and Tennessee, but um Gainesville is our, you know, primary hub and where we've done business forever. But as you know, people come and go and Um, travel all over. So we're fortunate to help a lot of different people.
0: Excellent. Well, yeah, we've actually had a couple of agents from Nashville um, on the podcast, and uh, they've been telling us about how Nashville is just booming as well. So is that an area that you also serve?
1: Yes. So that is what actually happened about maybe 10, 15 years ago. A lot of people would come to Gainesville, get their graduate degrees or undergrad degrees, and then they would move off to Atlanta. So I was licensed in Georgia to help my clients as they transition to their next home. Mm-hmm. And then in the last, what, three to five years, we've seen Nashville being a boom. So then I said, all right, well, I need to get my license in Tennessee as well, um, as we have a lot of uh young people and families moving to Nashville so for sure to see those big cities
0: That's great. That's great. Well, yeah, cuz I was I was part of the Atlanta wave back in 96 and yeah, uh indeed. and I've heard that what you just said, um, and I heard it from the agents, but I didn't know if it was just like the agents being agents and like, yeah, lots of people are moving here to Nashville, but <laughs> um, but they're they're serious, and you know, not like not that I was calling them liars, I was just thinking <laughs> that maybe they were exaggerating just as skosh. and uh-huh. um, and so clearly it is a booming city now, so many people moving just from the northeast and stuff like that just to to have more space and, and all yeah, that. Lots so, fun. Yeah, yeah. So and then the other
1: area, uh concentration that we see a lot of, of course, are beach vacation areas, you know, the mm-hmm. St. Augustine Ponte Vedra areas, which I'm sure you're hearing about that as well. So a lot of our, you know, people that are live and reside in Gainesville buy second homes you near know, the water.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Of course. Why not? You know, if you've got paradise just an hour and 45 minutes away, why wouldn't you? Right. So, yes, right. yeah. Okay, well then tell me so this is a good segue because um I wanted to talk about people's purchasing power now. Uh with the interest rates so low, with being able to refinance their their current mortgages, um I know you've seen a a tremendous amount of that and um and then being able to then buy second homes what's your year been like I know I haven't been able to speak to you until now and we <laughs> I came up for air. Yeah. Right. And I've been trying to get you on the podcast for months and months and months. Uh so you know mid pandemic here you are just going crazy, you know, with work. So tell me, tell me what it's been like
1: sure um we did not expect this year to be as booming as it was and then lo and behold a worldwide pandemic uh making a mortgage pandemic but um Mm -hmm. it's been a fabulous year for real estate and that's been the shining star of a lot of the industry Mm -hmm. um, in our country this year right Mm -hmm. so um, the financial advice we were giving to our clients uh, after these rates started tumbling after march is Mm -hmm. you know Definitely look at refinancing your loans Mm -hmm. and any financial um, products that you do have, but there is such huge savings in refinancing your largest debt. So first of all, we encourage you to look at your primary home and say, what are your interest rates? How much can you save? If you're going to be in that home the next 12 to 18 months, you absolutely need to take a look at your mortgage savings to Mm -hmm. reduce that debt. Mm -hmm. Like you said, freeze up the additional cash flow, you know, so that you could either pay off other credit card debt or auto loans, student loans, or consider buying that beach home or retirement home. And that's what we've seen um, this whole year um, in the mortgage pandemic year, as I call it. So <laughs> It's a definite time to to get your finances straight and take advantage of that. And, you know, we all had some extra time, right? To get yeah. our finances in order. That's true. Sure. <laughs> uh, definitely refinance the primary home and then look at your second homes or if you have any rental homes or, you know, uh, like you and I, we have children in college now and that's Mm -hmm. a big, big expense, right?
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's insane. We got the tuition bill yesterday. Let's just say. Oh, right. For
1: Christmas, that's not even (laughs) nice. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, it was a little Christmas present. Yay. Uh, so yes, yes, for sure. You know, it's, um, anywhere where one can save some money and, and especially because things are a little bit, you know, kind of up in the air still, you know, with, mm-hmm. uh, with people's, you know, what, mm-hmm. well, right. You know, their, their jobs and all that, even if, if they still have their jobs, if they've been furloughed a bit or things have just, you know, just been cut back. Um, then, you know, then that's something that's really important to be able to do is, um, is refinance if they do have, you know, an existing home loan. Uh, so that's wonderful. How many do you think you've done this year? refis?
1: Oh, goodness. We have, I mean, it's nationally, it's about 60% of the business. Whoa. So, um, we are doing millions and millions of dollars, which it just you know, maybe 10, $10 to $15 million a month, My um, gosh. and purchase and refinances, um, out of our you know our humble abode here in mm-hmm. Gainesville. so we are mm-hmm. saving lots of people, lots of money. And then getting so excited as people save money, I think our biggest winner of the year we said she saved five hundred and fifty dollars a month on a mortgage. and actually that was in Nashville. Um, it was wow. a new construction home, and then she's thinking about buying a vacation home in Florida in the next year or two. So here she's saving five hundred and fifty dollars a month oh um, and that she could be paying you know towards our future retirement home of
0: course oh wow that is impressive
1: (laughs) so that was our you know mortgage banking fund
0: saving money
1: so that they can achieve their other dreams and goals it's very exciting and and the purchase market as you know was so Mm -hmm. hot and so exciting for people to to buy a home at these low rates
0: Uh, yes yeah definitely and that's a thing that that really has been driving a lot of it. And that's where we all had that little bit of um, dissonance where we're like, okay, so there's a pandemic and there are issues, you know, sometimes people are having, you know, job insecurity to a certain extent Mm -hmm. and yet people are buying more houses than I've Experience yeah. a very very long time. So what's the catch? Well, the catch, of course, was the interest rates. We also have the advantage of being in Gainesville, where you know the the job market is a little bit different. We've got a lot of you know, people in the medical field. We've got people in you know the university, and then these other big industries that that kind of go along with it. That's helped us a lot more, yeah, than a lot and and really. Nashville is—that's what I understood from the agent that I spoke to from there. He said that they have the biggest medical community. I had—I had no idea, by the way. I had no idea that Nashville was like the biggest medical. You know, here I was thinking like, we have a giant medical community. What are you talking about? Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I—I uh, I once heard something silly, like you know. We have more doctors per capita or something like that than, than anywhere else because, mm-hmm. you know, it's just such a giant part of our population. So I don't know if that's still the case, but, uh, but yeah, you know, that's, that's pretty funny. Speaking of doctors, actually, obviously you deal with a lot of different types of loans, but even within like the conventional, you've got things like doctor's loans and all that. And I don't know if that's one of the types of loans that, that you work with. Have special types of loans helped- People in these fields buy even bigger and better homes.
1: Sure, absolutely. So, um, yes. So the doctor loans, when they those came out maybe 15, 20 years ago, very specialized for uh, young doctors entering the field, and those are very popular and good starter loans for our young doctors and physicians. Mm-hmm. But surprisingly, competition came around, and you know, there's a lot of other really, really low down payment loans mm-hmm. out there just for every individual of every. You know, career choices and income and levels. So really, that was the change in our advice over this past year. Is let's take a look at that low down payment loan because yeah. uh, at interest rates, I um, mean, today's Freddie Mac average is two and three quarters for a thirty year fixed rate. Which is wow, unbelievable! Right? Unbelievable. And when you look at borrowing, uh, say a hundred thousand dollars at two and three quarters, that. For a 30-year period, that's only $408 a month. That's it. So amazing. a $200,000 loan, that's $816 a month, right? So, wow. so affordable. And for every $1,000 more you put down on your loan, you're only going to save $4, 000, uh, $4 a month. So why look at trying to save five dollars or $10,000 um, to put down on your mortgage just to save $20 to $40 a month? Sure. Um, So those have been increasingly popular and such a great financial planning tool. Yes, keep your savings, you know, on hand, especially during these times when maybe your job, you know, you never know when you might have a furlough or you'll Mm -hmm. need some emergency savings. So that was really our key advice in 2020, and I think we will see that going forward in 2021.
0: That is brilliant. So you do see that going forward in 2021. You're. You're feeling that it's gonna I, keep going. to
1: keep Okay. I know I would sleep better at night, you know, with five thousand dollars more in my savings account than yeah. twenty dollars less on my monthly mortgage payment. You know. So.
0: Sure. Sure. Well, I, I was I was referring to the low interest rates. Like, do you do you think that we can continue where we are? Or you're thinking maybe they're going to be going up a little bit. Uh, what's the feeling that you're getting? Well, the
1: good news, and you know, the good news and the bad news. Obviously, we are in this pandemic and a lot of financial crisis, but we have a strong um, federal um, Federal Reserve that is backing the mortgages, mm-hmm. and that is going to keep our interest rates low because mm-hmm. they know that's going to people need affordable housing. We need to be able to afford a place to live and shelter, and now work, right? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, the Mortgage Bankers Association uh, is predicting that interest rates going to stay close to three. You know, maybe rising towards the middle to late part of the year to maybe three point three. Again, so they're trolling it. so it's it's not a normal market, but mm-hmm. uh, it's going to be a very attractive market for interest rate and purchase power.
0: It certainly is. Yes, yes. And are these mostly conventional loans um that because I know that now you can put so little down on a conventional loan, what you were saying, Uh so is that right. mostly what you're saying.
1: Yes, it's about 75% of the mortgages done in the country are conventional mortgages. Mm-hmm. Um there are the other FHA mortgages and other lower down payment programs with low down payment options. Maybe if your credit score is, you know, a little bit nicked or not quite as high, um that's always an option, but there's so much competition right now with conventional financing that there's a lot of options for uh, home buyers.
0: Wow. Wow. That's wonderful. So tell me a little bit about, I guess the, and I don't know if you can speak to this, but uh, the, the types of homeowners that have come to you recently, are these typically people who bought, you, you did mention people who bought within the last like 18 months or something, but are you, are you seeing people who bought 10 years ago? Are you seeing, you know, something like that or is it more recent home buyers?
1: More recent home buyers are what we are seeing in the market. Surprisingly, there's been some studies that a lot of people that maybe have been in their homes for five to ten years maybe aren't quite paying attention to you know how much savings is out there and available to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there is a lot of opportunity for people to still save some money, or perhaps save some money, maybe refinance, keep that house as a future rental home, and buy something else. So they really need to focus on you know what's their next five to 10 years looking like, because they could save a lot of money and make some immediate plans that make an immediate impact on their financial.
0: Definitely. And you did mention, you know, financial planning. So do you work hand in hand with some financial planners who?
1: We do. uh, We do welcome the opportunity to to work with um, people's financial investors Mm -hmm. and their uh, advisors. But we also, we look at the whole picture for sure. Mm -hmm. uh, Look at everything. And having done this for quite some time, you kind of know people's patterns and trends and situations. So you can kind of see it at a glance, believe it or not. It's like a blueprint Mm -hmm. when you're looking at their uh, spending habits and income levels. So we look at the whole picture. And of course, I'm going to give them the advice that I would want only someone to give to me, you know, my personal advice on how to become a better steward of all our funds, knowing that, you know, who would have predicted a pandemic in 2020, (laughs) but so. If we can help them align their finances so that they're comfortable, if they need, you know, they had a sudden circumstance or change um, in life situations, they would be prepared. So we're really looking at that whole individual.
0: That's great. Are you seeing buyers, uh, like younger buyers lately?
1: We are seeing young professional, young professional women. I've seen Mm -hmm. more so in the last 12 to 18 months, actually. Um, that are out there working and they they have goals to purchase a home and uh, maybe that low down payment, 3% down, affordable payment. Um, So that's exciting. We're seeing that. And we're also seeing a lot of baby boomers, um, perhaps, um, especially Mm -hmm. in our university town where we've got young families or say young physicians and their Mm -hmm. families, we've seen a lot of baby boomers, um, their parents wanting to come and move to Florida. Yes. Uh, and be closer, right, to mm-hmm. them and the grandchildren. And so I think that's probably this has been the largest influx of uh, retirees that we've seen. Interesting. Um, I call it the Northern Effect, right? They're right. Further <laughs> <They're their> south. <laughs> Some of them want to move in with, uh, with our buyers, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Right. And then the buyers, they're like, no, no, no. You're getting so your our, own place. You know, let's find a nice home. Or uh, you may be seeing
1: this too, you know, the need for in-law suites. And mm-hmm. um, we're seeing that uh, being a popular option right now. Yes. So, and then we're seeing the University of Florida with their um, initiative to hire 500 professors. So we're seeing a lot of young professors moving to town, which are typically young married couples,
0: mm-hmm.
1: a lot of them are dual professors uh, moving to town.
0: Yes. Yes. I've worked with a lot of those as well. Um, and uh, and it's great because they typically are buying, what I've noticed is that they're buying their first home. So mm-hmm, be able to correct. buy it, you know, with these great terms in this great town is <laughs> wonderful too. Uh, what actually, and now that I say that, because the inventory is so low, they actually may not be finding like the greatest houses right now close to the university because there's just not a lot going on um, and we've got all that building going on really more toward the west uh, so what price points are you typically seeing uh, right now
1: you know that's probably my biggest concern for 2021 is affordability the inventory is so low that that obviously causes so much there's a greater demand. Mm-hmm, with- mm-hmm. Everyone moving to Gainesville, that we are seeing those prices jump. So that's going to be a challenge. Mm -hmm. Um, And then anytime you see interest rates falling, that makes homes more affordable. So you've got more people entering the market. I think my best advice for 2021 is don't be afraid to jump into that real estate purchase market early. Mm -hmm. The earlier the better. The sooner they can get into a home better for interest rate wise. And again, because the market is so limited.
0: It is. It's very limited. What, What I'm noticing, it's limited. It's... I mean, I wouldn't say it's inflated, um, but it's pretty interesting because I just, um, I was pulling some stats and and our average home price now is about $300,000, which is mind-blowing. Right. It was yeah. like, I don't know, like six years ago, it was under 200. Right. So that's crazy. But there are qualified buyers, you know, That that's what really surprises me um, and worries me less than it did back in 2006 or, in, you know, four or five, six, uh, which I'm guessing is the same situation, you know, on your end, you're you're just seeing people who are just downright qualified and fine, you know, not as it was. Yeah, so
1: like we were talking about, so a $300,000 loan, uh, a 30-year loan at two and three quarters is $1,224 a month for principal and interest, which is fairly affordable for young couples and Mm -hmm. single professionals. I think we are just going to see a lot of affordability issues as these prices keep rising, but the main question people do ask is, are these prices inflated? And my answer is, You know, they are going up, obviously, but I don't think so, because what we've seen this past year with the pandemic,
0: Mm -hmm. so many
1: more people selling their homes up north, still an affordable state with no state income tax. Exactly. They are moving down here in droves. I looked up um, the average, I think in Florida, there's about 23,000 sales a month of single family homes and condos. And people are just moving here now that they know that they are able to live and work remotely. Yes. I think we're seeing so much more of what I call that Northern effect and the prices are still affordable compared to up North.
0: Oh, completely. Yes. I mean, just think about what you can, a condo in New York (laughs) is like, you know, you live in a shoebox and it's $2 million uh, versus, you know, whatever you can buy here, you'd buy a lot here for $2 million. And, um, and so, yes, you know, the advantage here, of course, is, is tremendous. If nothing else, to live in the climate that we have is pretty exactly. pretty darn nice. Uh, and the
1: more it snows up north, the more <laughs> favorable the sunshine state
0: looks. Yes, yes, it does. Yes, I feel like we've, got, we've still got
1: quite a bit of room to increase for sales prices, definitely. So I'm not concerned at the moment.
0: Yes, yeah. Well, and I, I mean, we're seeing it. You know, they they're definitely going up, but people are seeing the value in it. What I find interesting is, and what you mentioned, a lot of these retirees who are coming here. They don't really even care too much about the purchase price because they don't care about resale. <laughs> uh, I know. I mean, it's terrible, but it's it's kind of true, you know. And so it's it's keeping them pretty steady, and um, and so you know, the comps and stuff, everything's just kind of comping out at at a. At a price that, you know, that kind of makes sense. And so, okay, great. You know, you can brand spanking new home for a pretty reasonable price, considering you know what what you're getting and and where you you get to live, and mm-hmm. the fact that you won't have to shovel snow. And so that's really nice. <laughs>
1: yeah, I think that the first time home buyer should you know really consider purchasing sooner versus later because again, yes, you are having. Um, a lot of people that have lived in their homes for many years at North where they typically don't move as often mm-hmm. or, or aren't as transient, and they're coming down here with a handful of cash, you know, to put down on a, a home. So yeah. um, it's going to, you know, increase more competition and then prices will rise too.
0: Yes, 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 absolutely. So tell me, you know, you've been in this industry for a while and um, you're seeing What's happening right now, you think, you know, you are pretty much certain that, that things are going to remain pretty similar to 2020 and to 2021. Do you have any other predictions for 21 that, you know, we haven't really addressed?
1: No, I think, um, as you said, as prices rise, I think it might be challenging for appraisers to keep up with values, but so far this past year, we haven't run into that issue. So I feel like it's incrementally uh, increasing. So Mm -hmm. I think we'll be okay there. I think after 2021, there might be a little bit of a shakeup just as Mm -hmm. everyone tries to uh, return to a normal and interest rates move up. So that would affect affordability. Mm -hmm. But I feel like, yes, I think if we can get everyone either refinance to a nice low payment, consider buying your investment home now or your second home or your retirement home now. It's such a great opportunity to think about that and not put that off. So I really feel like that should be a focus for everyone um, in 2021.
0: Yes, definitely. I'm actually seeing more activity in 21 than I did in 20 um, Mm -hmm. on my end. And so I'm wondering, what does your January, I'm sure you have, plenty that you're already working on for, you know, for January. What is that looking like for you already?
1: <laughs> it's interesting. The um, the people that are buying in December that are perhaps closing in January are some of those, maybe a higher end home buyer that has taken their time to find a home. So we've got some really large purchases in January and that's mm-hmm. from throughout the state. I have people coming from, going from Gainesville to maybe the coast mm-hmm. because they feel like they can still work remotely. And those are, Leadership positions, you know, at the university or Santa Fe College, mm-hmm. and um, they realize that will probably be something they can still do remotely. So we've got a lot of higher end buyers mm-hmm. I'm seeing in this January market. So we've got millions of dollars already scheduled to close then.
0: That's fantastic
1: for that uh, that type of buyer.
0: Congratulations! Yes, yeah. Well, I would think that also a lot of really high end buyers who are building new construction want to close in January versus. December, just because of the property taxes, it would just make sense to close in January instead. But, um, and I don't know if any of these are, are new construction or anything like that, but, um, but yeah, you know.
1: Yes. And we're, you know, I'm learning about all new, really high-end retirement communities throughout the state too, Mm -hmm. where there's golf courses, luxury golf courses and clubs. And we're seeing Mm -hmm. a lot of um, I'm seeing people that are thinking about the retirement now. Maybe they're 60 years old and still plan to work for a few more years, mm-hmm. but uh, buying the house now and selling now because they know the market is good. Of course. We didn't talk about but the conventional loan limits have increased. So you can borrow up to $548,250, mm. what we call the conventional fixed rate Wow. Um, right now. And then when you go above that amount, then you go into the jumbo financing market
0: sure and and well and a lot of these are jumbo what you're saying unless they're putting a lot down um, yeah and so we're
1: seeing a little bit of both mm-hmm. you know kind of a mix a lot of people even if they're retirees and have a large net proceeds from sale of a home they're mm-hmm. choosing to hold on to it yes. or their financial advisors are saying hey just, just put enough down to make a comfortable monthly payment but keep your cash right now for other opportunities
0: Definitely. Why wouldn't you? I mean, that makes complete sense. Uh, yeah. I actually just advised somebody to do that the other day. <laughs> you know, she, she's like, I want to yeah. pay cash. I was like, why? <laughs> That's <Exactly>. just crazy. <laughs> Keep your money. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, wow. I did. I, you know, thank you for addressing it because um, I didn't even think to address that, That the conventional, you know, and
1: that market, the jumbo market did actually freeze up in March. So we, all lenders kind of panicked as the big players exited the market. They were a little bit nervous about the economy and, mm-hmm. and that market drying up, but actually we're seeing such a surge in higher end properties. Again, it's more affordable. So maybe we're seeing that move up buyer or again, some retirees buying a waterfront property yeah. uh, to be closer to their, their siblings or relatives and um the market is back. So not all lenders are back offering those jumbo financing, but there is some great opportunities and low, low interest rates for for that market as well.
0: That's excellent. Wonderful. I love hearing all of this. Um, well, because it gives us hope, first of all. <laughs> but um, you know, we talk so much about oh, it's a seller's market. It's a seller's market, so, and, and we're kind of hammering that into everybody, which it is because inventory is so low. Um, but it's also a buyer's market. I mean, we've got people who have you have purchase power as a buyer, and if you can hold on and you know, maybe do some new construction or wait a couple months to find something that's actually going to be perfect for you, and then and know that you have the ability to have a little bit more purchase power due to the low interest rates, that's a fantastic position to be in. And, you know, whether you're just graduated from college or, you know, you're, I don't know, our age or something, you know, where you, you want to downsize well, because a lot of people are, you know, may want to downsize and do what you, what you were saying is go buy a place on the beach. So there are all these options that kind of give us, you know, something to look forward to for the coming year and know that, you know, we probably do need to move on it pretty quickly. So that, you know, given, you know, when 2020, 2022, it almost sounds like a fake year um, right. when it starts, we're prepared or at least settled maybe where we want to be, um, you know, not to say that things won't move after that. I, I just hope right. they do, of course, but, uh, right. but it's always good. I mean, if you're ready now. Go mm-hmm. for it. And if you're not ready, or you don't think you're ready, it's important to speak to a lender. And a lot of people do approach me with that. Often they're like, "Well, you know, we're just not ready." But I mm-hmm. to "Speak to a lender." You know, you you may be very surprised as to what you are or are not, you know, ready for. And so we do have to think a little bit differently about um about a purchase. So
1: um, I think I would encourage everyone, as you know, I'm working with your local experts, whether it's your realtor or your homeowner's insurance agent or your lender. I mean, there's just so much talent in the market that and so much experience that it really, it's so tempting to go online and maybe check out Zillow and get some information and think you know what you're doing or apply online for a, a loan or get an insurance quote online. Um, for in, but you can really find, always, always, always find similar or if not a better product or contact here locally, mm-hmm. uh, utilize the resources of, of everyone in town.
0: Yes, yes. I mean, I, I love working with local lenders um, just because the service is better. Knowledge of the market is so important. So that's key as well. And just having, you know, all those the local connections, it makes the whole process so much smoother. People do appreciate that. So, you know, I say a lender is like a realtor in that, You're going to spend a lot of time with them and you have to get along and your personalities have to match. And... (laughs) and if they don't then you probably don't want to work with them um, because in
1: trouble up front it never ends better you know? right,
0: right you exactly know? so you know it has to be smooth from the get go mm-hmm. and you know if it's not then oh you know it just it turns a stressful experience into a really stressful experience and uh, nobody wants that so um, so yeah, yeah so is there anything else that I haven't touched on because you've given some great insights that I hadn't even thought of
1: it is a exciting to see um, the transition to everyone working from home or taking more pride and ownership in their home. So mm-hmm. perhaps the refinancing and taking some money out and fixing up their home. And as you, you probably experienced the same thing, all of our yards look better all of the, you know, we've redecorated, <laughs> decorated, we've cleaned out closets and drawers, And uh, it's just a great time to kind of get our minds uh, ready for a new year to get yeah. your finances in order and in your house and decide what Know, your family is important and we've learned that more this year than ever mm-hmm. and what a great opportunity to do that. so
0: yes, uh, I
1: encourage yes. people to think about that before you know the year gets too far down. You know take advantage of some of these great opportunities and talk to your realtors and find out what the market and what's going on.
0: For sure. Well, you know, family is important, but family can also be annoying. And I think <laughs> I think we have found that out this year as well. This past so you year, you
1: might need to buy your in-laws a new house. Right.
0: And- All I'm saying is that a lot of people are either adding on to their homes (laughs) or (laughs) buying bigger ones because family's not going anywhere, but they still have to work from home and they have to do school from home and they have to just hang out together all day long and you love each other, but space is nice too. So (laughs) it's that mix. Uh, So, you know, maybe uh, his and hers or hers and hers, his and his beach house. And then house in the city, who knows? So, yeah,
1: that's, a, that's a great marketing idea. <laughs> we, yes, I did have some very eager parents this year trying to help their children finally move out of the house and buy their first home. Yes, <laughs>
0: so, yes. I actually saw a lot of people, so, my daughter graduated in the spring and i saw that or i noticed that a lot of her classmates who also graduated with her of course their parents um helped them buy some buy condos even though they weren't doing classes in person mm-hmm. but yeah. it was nice to give them that college experience of living you know out of the home and, yeah. and maybe maybe they just wanted them out of the home like i would bet that i get that too <laughs> so <laughs> it's just, uh, it's really interesting what's going on. But, um, but I'm excited to see that 2021 holds a lot of possibilities um, in the real estate market and particularly in Gainesville and maybe I guess in Nashville and Atlanta and other places, but definitely, you know, what I know is Gainesville and, um, and I just don't see it stopping anytime soon, which is very good for you. It's very good for me and it's very good for the buyers and sellers. And, um, and that makes me, that makes me happiest of all so it's just nice to yeah. Yeah. Just
1: having having been in gainsville and lending being a mortgage banker for 26 years i've seen the ups and downs but we really um, as i compare it to other areas of the state where i land we are always slower to any downturns or recessions mm-hmm. and we you know we bounce back so quickly um compared to other areas because we are this little micro economy supported by Good industries, uh, healthcare industries, and the university. So, I've never been scared of investing in real estate in Gainesville.
0: Well, there you go. If whoever's listening and wants to invest in real estate in Gainesville, you've heard it from a branch manager of a mortgage company. I'm like, you can't, you know, that is like the best authority right there. You know, if you're not scared, no one should be. So, uh, (laughs) that's great. Yeah. Yeah. Well, excellent. Well, any other thoughts? Anything else to add? Well, you know,
1: we, as you were mentioning that with uh, young people and their parents buying homes, uh, you made me think of a very, you know, a popular product in Gainesville. We used to call them kitty condos a long time ago. And it's where the, the student, as long as they're 18 years old, can be a buyer of a home with co as parents. Mm-hmm. And they get to file homestead exemption and start earning, um, building up their credit. And it's an excellent opportunity. They're eligible for that low down payment loan as a primary residence because it is going to be their primary residence, residence. Yes, And that's a great product. And it doesn't have to be a condo. It can be a house in a family house or condo. So right, right. Um,
0: yes. Yes. I'm glad you mentioned that because that's exactly what these people did, I'm sure. Because it makes complete, complete mm-hmm. sense. I wish I could do that. My kid lives in New York. I'm not gonna do that. But yeah. um no
1: I hear prices might be coming down a little bit in New York, right?
0: Well a little bit, you know, but um probably not gonna go there yet. <laughs> we'll keep renting for now. Um, but uh, yes, yes. Uh, so but here, you know, it's so affordable here. You know, I'm working with somebody right now who who's doing that exact thing. You know, she wants her son to buy his first property and they're looking at a four-bedroom, four-bath condo that is under $150,000. I mean, okay. talk about a great, yeah. I mean, you've got income coming in, basically paying your mortgage and then some. And Absolutely. Yes. 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 And that's brilliant.
1: And done that with one of my daughters that attends the University of Florida, we bought a house and she mm-hmm. was the primary borrower. And then my second daughter, we're, were on the hunt for, the, for her first home. So it's a great opportunity for them and for you as parents. Mm-hmm. And, that's, to uh, invest in real estate at a at a reasonable cost.
0: That's fantastic. Yes, for sure. There's so many interesting things you know that that you can do with real estate that um, a lot of people. I mean, we obviously don't have all the time in the world to get into all the different you know ones, but. Um, mm-hmm. But again, I think that that's the importance of speaking to a lender is just kind of getting an idea of what your financial goals are in terms of real estate and what your needs are. Um, Again, if you need to get the kid out and you can help them at the same time and you can help them build. Well, I mean, it's helping them build a real estate portfolio from basically day one, you know, and I mean, how great is that? And so um, that's a huge gift that a parent uh, can give a child. and. And so to be able to do that, but a lot of people may not know that they can do that. And so instead they, they do rent and rentals here are so expensive. Um, that is, that's something that, um, I do try to hammer in, you know, to people and say like, this is a really, really expensive rental market for what it is. I mean, it's not obviously like a big, big city, but what you were saying about, you know, a hundred thousand dollars, you can pay 400 and some, um, for a mortgage if, I recall that's what you said. Yeah, um,
1: so, yeah so the amount on the notes. Yeah, you'll yeah, yeah. have other expenses. Right. Sure, yeah. sure, sure, sure.
0: <laughs> but roughly, it'll be less in rent, basically. <laughs> that's for sure. Exactly. So, um, so yeah, I mean, why not? If you can, you know, why right. why not do it? So, um, and
1: I've, I've got uh, I've got a few builders uh, that have spoken to me over the last few months that are have got some exciting projects um, that are coming off the ground in 2021. Maybe some. Some attached higher end um, homes nice. uh, for those that want less maintenance and hassle or have a busy lifestyles. So, yeah. get some of that uh, excitement going on for 2021. I'm excited to see those come up um, out of the ground. Yes, uh, maybe three or four hundred thousand dollar homes um, that are just maintenance free and that's okay,
0: perfect.
1: Home and closer to the university or downtown. So, mm-hmm. a lot of exciting things going on.
0: Yes, yes. I've heard. I've heard the same thing. And I'm very excited about it because that's actually a product that we don't have here. And it's a product that almost every young professional asks me about, um, less so the retirees for some reason, they want to have a little bit of a bigger house with a yard, probably because of grandkids, Mm -hmm. but, um, but people, um, in, in our age range, um, and also like the young, like I said, the young professionals, maybe medical residents too. all of that's a little bit of a high, higher price point for somebody who's a medical resident, but, um, mm-hmm. yeah, there, everybody wants semi urban living, walkability, uh, mm-hmm. attached living, you know, attached condos or townhomes. Um, and you know, in a, in a part of town where you can just get to everything that's I don't know, hopping, which is like a really old person word, but whatever, (laughs) it's like (laughs) things that are happening and, uh, and I get it, you know, and I, I think that it's something that even I would look into because I find it um, really, really cool. You know, it's, it's a good concept. It's worked in every other city and I think it could definitely work here, um, especially as downtown continues to grow and the innovation district continues to get bigger. And then, of course, the university gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. That's great. Well, I will talk to you more about all of that, actually, when we're done recording, because I'm more. I'm even more curious about it now. <laughs> Let's see if you've heard anything else that I haven't heard. Uh, but it's always good to have a scoop. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, because, like I said, I mean, relocation is what I primarily do.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: just to be able to tell them that, like, it's not here, but it's coming. So. <laughs> Get ready. Have yeah. your, you know, have your pre-qualification letter ready. Have the, you know, that and the yeah. other. Just get everything going because it's around the corner. And I think that they're going to sell quickly. Um, I do too. I really
1: pretty. do. Too. Yeah, yeah. Um, We're we're ready and we're willing to help um, anyone. And if anybody just needs just to talk something through, they're welcome to call us at any time. Um, we're we're here to share. You know what we've seen, what we learn, what we've learned,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: uh, you know what we think about.
0: Thank you. Yes, absolutely, and and I will will put your contact information on the podcast description and also on social media so people can, you know, connect with you and um, you know, and and get whatever information they they need and want about uh, loans and and the whole mortgage process and everything. And I think it's uh, it's going to be great. It's an exciting time, and you're you're a great person to speak with. Uh, you have knowledge, you have patience, and. Uh, <laughs> And you're nice and well, so that's great you know, we, we will call you back we will call you back
1: and you know, so we are seeing many clients these days but that's the good news about technology i mean we really haven't missed a beat um without having um clients physically in front of our our desk. you know everything's so virtual and integration is so good and um security and uh, it's Fantastic! So it's our number one priority on financial documentation. So we are very, very lucky to be able to continue to flow with our business and, and yeah. still stay safe and virtual and relevant for everyone.
0: Yes, yes. Well I, I actually don't mind the virtual part that much. I think it's one of the best things that has come out of this whole um, pandemic is that things are a little bit more streamlined now because they can be virtual. And mm-hmm. um, I can't wait until the full closing process can be done. Virtually. Right. Uh, yeah. uh, Still <laughs> uh, so don't understand why people... it can't be, but I I'm looking forward to it. Um, definitely not having to be an hour in a chair at a closing office and right. being able to. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know why you can't sign off on everything digitally like you can for pretty much everything else. Everything so, else. Yeah. Everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have
1: found that yes, working in loungewear and a nice pair of nicey, comfortable shoes, yeah, uh, I'm way, way, way smarter. (laughs) 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 About you, but
0: yeah, yeah, for sure. It is definitely a lot more uh, comfortable. Maybe your your mind can work better because your body doesn't have to be in a in a tight dress. And here we go. There you There you go. (laughs)
1: thank you so much for having me and i wish you you and your team a successful 2021 i know it's going to be fantastic thank
0: you thank you 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 too and i look forward to working with you on um with some buyers and um you know doing some deals Yes. All right, Kristen. Thank you so much, and thank you everyone for listening. Uh, as you heard, Kristen is has a wealth of knowledge, and uh, she's definitely someone you'll want to connect with uh, if you are looking to buy, refinance, um, and maybe even sell a home. So you know, you know what you can get from it, and what else you can buy that'll make you even happier. So, uh, so yeah. So we'll put her contact information. We look forward to bringing you even more insights about real estate throughout this year. So here's to a great week ahead and we'll talk soon. Thanks so much for listening today. If you like what you hear and want to learn more about real estate and hear the occasional funny story, then hit that subscribe button right now. And if you know of someone who'd benefit from listening, then tell them to subscribe too, or else they may feel a little left out. For questions, topic suggestions, or nice comments, send an email to anna at segwayre.com. We can also connect on Facebook at segwayre. Thanks for listening as we bring you a new way of doing real estate. Bye!